Thanks for listening to FYI Stillwater, where you will hear information about your local government you didn't know you need to know straight from the source. Be sure to check out other news and information from the city of Stillwater at stillwater.org or find us on Facebook and Twitter. If you have a question for City Hall, email news at stillwater.org and in the next podcast, we'll answer a few of them. FYI Stillwater is available on our website at stillwater.org, Spotify, and just about anywhere else you enjoy your podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Sherry Fletcher, Director of Marketing and Civic Engagement. Today, my co-host is Megan Kazak, Communications Coordinator for the City of Stillwater. So, Megan, how are you today? I am doing well. You're dressed in bright yellow. I wore bright yellow today because it's actually overcast today and the sun didn't come out. So you wanted I, to cheer everyone up, or just cheer myself up, because um, I, I don't know. It's like where spring is already short enough, and it does yeah. not seem like we've got. It's a spring. been it's been just a rainy season, mm-hmm. just rain. Well, what are we talking about today? So today's guest is forestry technician and certified arborist Adam Biggerstaff. Wow, that's a mouthful. I know it sounds it sounds really interesting. So, we really today we wanted to highlight the city's need for someone with the credentials that Adam has and discuss what projects um, Adam has a hand in across All the city. All right. Well, welcome Adam. Thank you. Wow. You don't get to come to City Hall a whole lot, do you? Not a whole lot. Yeah. You're literally out in the field. Yeah. <laughs> out, out in the, the forest. forest. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to start with a lightning round, and we're going to ask you some random but revealing questions. Are you ready, Adam? I am as ready as I will ever be. Okay. So our first question, Adam, is what vegetable did you hate as a kid but will eat now? I hated, hated, hated broccoli. Broccoli. I love broccoli. I love broccoli too. Well, I just, I just always hated it as a child. I think. Did it smell? No, it was. I think it was like, it was probably a texture thing. Oh yeah. Because like raw broccoli or cooked. I just, I refused it. If it was on the plate, you were that child. I was that child. No broccoli. What about cauliflower? It's very similar. See, I was the opposite. I I, never never liked liked cauliflower either, but now I like them both. Yeah? Yes. Well, you know, they look like little trees. They do look like little trees. <gasps> yeah. Wow. So, but so that alone should have changed your, your opinion. So right? what happened? Well, you know, I, I, I always hated it, and I just always hated it. And I mean, it's you need typical. to eat your vegetables. How can yeah. you – and when I became a dad, I'm trying to think about how can you tell your kid, get your kid, you know, eat your vegetables right. if you refuse to eat it. So I'm just exactly. like – Exactly. Time to buckle down and do this. And then – So I just forced myself to eat it, and I just, you know – uh, then it was just it was just just fine yeah I picked it up the very first time uh, I think was it hard to fit in your mouth no it wasn't I what just was I just just did it mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, the first time I remember eating it with the kiddo I just picked it up and put it in my mouth and mm, this is good and I was just kind of like I'm, he's so lying. I was I was cringing. A li- oh, yeah. I was totally lying. So you still don't like the taste necessarily? No, I do like oh, the taste like now. That. I've just so I've you, just grown accustomed to it. Stir fried. I uh, will. Steamed. I will. Yeah, like by handfuls. I had. I prefer I raw had, though. I had broccoli. I, I had steamed mm-hmm. broccoli last night mm. with pizza, so I kind of balanced it out. There you, you know? go. I had my my uh, highly nutrient mm-hmm. vegetable. With this. You got your yes. Dose of See, my thing is, is that I don't like milk, and so when my children, it's like drink your milk. 
my daughter didn't want to drink milk either, but I couldn't, I couldn't do, I couldn't man up and, and take a drink of milk. So, so like we eat cereal dry. My husband's like, that's, that's just wrong. It's against all rules of nature. You cannot eat cereal dry and yeah. Okay, so our next question for you. What is your favorite Christmas song or your favorite Christmas music? Christmas music. I like the uh, the rock and roll type Christmas music. Mm-hmm. You know, More, like, yeah, like it's, instead of like the jazz or the classical. You said right. you're, you're like really contemporary. Really, yes. Yeah. Pump, like, pump it up for Christmas. Yeah. That's here, right. You know, That's right. So you, you have some experience with Christmas music? Maybe what a is, little bit. So how? what is your connection with Christmas? And if somebody could see him, <laughs> they would understand what I'm getting at. We're talking, this is a full, rich beard <laughs> that you've been growing for how long? I, I don't know how long I've had. It's been, it's been a while. When was the last time you saw your full face? It's been maybe a while. in the 90s before broccoli. <laughs> right before broccoli, <laughs> yeah. it was way before broccoli. Way before broccoli. Yes. So anyway, so Adam often is uh, asked to play Santa Claus. And yes. So, so your Christmas. So you hear a lot of Christmas music. You. Oh, I do. You're just like because obviously with that beard, you're probably really popular. That's. I was cornered in a, in a class. By a couple people that Uh said, hmm, if only we knew someone. If only we knew somebody. (laughs) No kidding. That you're helping him out. Yes. That's awesome. I enjoy it. The kids, I love the the kids just. Yeah. So you could almost have a full-time career being a Santa Claus. I could probably almost do that. Yeah, because we're talking a rich, lush, (laughs) full beard here. It's getting lighter. As I get older. <laughs> it's be the perfect My son likes to point that out as often getting, as he can. It's getting wider. <laughs> right. That's awesome. So I, I could talk to Adam all day. That was yeah. yeah. That was uh, so let's uh, let's move into the real portion of our podcast. Uh, so you let's start. Just uh, how did you end up on staff, and what is it you do for the city? How did I end up on staff? Well, um, going back before I worked for the city, I went to OSU majored in horticulture uh-huh. and landscape architecture to become a landscape contractor and I was doing that around the city for a uh-huh. long time and when a person I went to school with that was on staff here said they were looking for a forestry technician uh-huh. and I'm like well that sounds she's cool. yeah right it's in your wheelhouse it is it is she really encouraged me to mm-hmm. to apply and, and and look at that so I applied and got the job and mm-hmm. what a requirement was that I became a forestry technician right or not a forestry technician, a certified you get arborist. Cert- yeah, get certified. Right, right. So I did that, and it just kind of. So, so what what does a certified arborist do for local government? What what how how do you what is your contribution? Well, basically, I give a fairly educated opinion of uh-huh. like the tree health, or if it's in the right place. So you I mean, help parks decide where to plant trees and what trees to. Occasionally, yes. Yeah, that's, that would be one, one thing you could do. Right. So, but you would also discuss the health of a tree, like if it was uh, if it was on private property and the tree roots were messing with the city sewer uh, line or something like that? They would generally just cut the roots out on they that. They would just cut the because, roots um, out? Because they're, they're going to be roots that aren't typically going to affect the health of the tree. Oh, they're okay. just trying to get way down mm-hmm. to get a little bit more water than mm, what right. they actually need. Mm-hmm. But uh, really, 
Trees in the right of way. Trees in the right of way. Okay. Right. So if I That's had a yard primary. and I had like a really beautiful apple tree, but it happened to be in the right of way because I didn't, so that would right. be a problem. Not but necessarily. Okay. I mean, you're, you're allowed to have trees in the right of way. Okay. Um, where it becomes a problem is if it if it interferes with city infrastructure. Ah, okay. So what would that be? Like if it's if it tears up sidewalks, or if you have limbs that continually fall out of it into the road, oh, yeah. then then it's time we need to go out there and, and do something about that. Uh, I, I used to work for Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. and uh, but now I've moved to the Water Department. Right. It just uh, kind of flowed that way for me. But uh, that's funny. <laughs> I, heard, I heard what you did there. <laughs> When it was parks, we we dealt with a lot of right of way stuff like uh, clearance issues. Yeah. Like on the highways, around the highways. So you're really busy, uh, like in a lot of different aspects, because trees are a part of our life, but they're also they can be in the way, in a way that I might not see it, but you do. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So electric lines, sewer lines, breaking sidewalks, uh, just um, what if a tree's like. Um, in the right of way and it's like horribly it's just a horrible tree all the way around can you just go and say we're cutting the tree down we we try not to do that yeah. actually um sometimes we get calls from people that have it just a horrible tree that they want taken out unfortunately mm-hmm. i mean as a city we can't just go around taking okay. care of everyone's right everyone's problem trees even though it happens to be in the right of way if it's not going to damage Mm-hmm. infrastructure or anything it's really something the homeowner should take care of himself yeah. it becomes a problem to the infrastructure then we will, we will so help you're the one that. that makes a lot of the recommendations so so how would you go about uh, making a decision about a tree that's in the right of way it's it is a problem so kind of walk me through the steps you you go to the property you go do research what what do you do to make a decision I mean, you, there are a few things you'll look at, like the the condition of the tree mm-hmm. and the species of the tree, because different oh, species thrive in different uh-huh. in different areas. So you would know, like, if it was a slow-growing tree and it could be Correct. there for a really long time and not be a problem. However, if it was a, uh, like, a, what, what's one that's always a problem? The um, Bradford pear. Bradford pear, yeah. That one is kind of like just take it down. In my, I, I believe I would be more prone to take a Bradford pear yeah, down than, so than saying oak. Yeah. Because it's just, they grow so fast and, and they mm-hmm. do have a lot of problems. Yeah. And maybe in the, in the, if the homeowner had a problem or the property owner had a problem with that, we could steer them into a, a better tree and make uh, possibly a better place for mm-hmm. okay. right tree, right place, you know, kind of. Yeah. Like you don't want to, you see all the, the trees that are V'd out around uh-huh. the power lines. Mm-hmm. That's just a an example of the wrong tree in the wrong place so most of the trees that are like in the power lines would the power line have been there first or would the trees have been there first it it really just depends on the area yeah and i mean not a lot of people i mean everyone's gone to lowe's or wherever or the nursery or wherever and picked out a tree and this will be a beautiful tree and i like it right out here in the front yard and you you don't necessarily look up to see what's above it yeah you know or or you don't understand how fast or how fast it's going to grow or how tall it will get yeah I mean, it's just... So what about trees like um, sweet gum that drop, uh, you know, um, their... This, their fruit? Yeah. 
and they're on the sidewalk because I really hate walking on sidewalks and you go past a sweet gum and like the, you can't walk on the sidewalk because there's so much of that on the, in your world. You know, it's like you want to go sweep your sidewalk. Um, so would that be a considered a um, uh, a nuisance tree? It well it because it's on the sidewalk. It's the public right away. Right. Yeah. But at the same on the same hand, I think it is the property owner's duty to to keep the sidewalk clear yeah. if they have such a tree. Yeah. In the way, I mean. So I just take it down. It's like, that's my walk space. You just, ah, that, that needs it. to go. Yeah. Uh, see, my husband has is a, a forester. And so I know a little bit more about trees than I really want to know. Right. Um, and so he does have opinions on what trees should be here. So what trees would you like to recommend to people if they were considering it? Considering planting something uh, that maybe uh, would bump up to a, a right away? Bump up uh, if you're if it's going to be close to the right of way, I would with I would, the sidewalk with the everything. sidewalk and stuff. Mm-hmm. I would I would encourage everyone to stay far enough away, mm-hmm. but also maybe your smaller trees. I know they can be, yeah, somewhat in the in the sight line if you're driving. Oh yeah, see that's another. Thing I mean, you so they all look at. right. It all has the. It's it's really difficult. It just yeah. it's really on a place by place basis, mm-hmm. you know. Um, some trees you you want the bigger trees, mm-hmm. but if I mean if they're future power line expansion probably th- possibly through there that's that's another thing to look at. So uh, so let's say that I'm a property owner and I have a problem tree and it's going to have to be taken down be- because it's it's tearing up the sidewalk. I mean everything about it's it's growing up into the electric lines. The decisions are made. It has to go. So I'm the property owner. So do you have to go uh, counsel the person? Is there a, a, a form that has to be filled out? What What's the process of getting the tree removed? And let's say that I really don't want my tree removed. I, I that I have never had to deal with that. That's really? that's on a on a supervisory level, uh-huh. usually above above, above me. you. Uh huh. So because somebody's got to go and tell that person that tree has got to come down, and it could be really you know. I mean, people can be very attached. Be sentimental to their yeah. right. I uh, mean, their their grandpa my last, could have planted, planted yeah. this the last tree that my uh, that left yeah. that my grandpa planted or, or whatever. Right. And I I, Th- I understand are, those that. Are I, difficult I, those are dis- difficult decisions. But I mean, that if the trees is if it's dying and de- death is pretty imminent and, yeah. and it's endangering. Because uh, you um, kind of like when you drive down Lewis here. The, there's mm-hmm. that you know there's the trees that kind of canopy over the street mm-hmm. is that considered a problem yet or it's not, potentially a problem i guess it could potentially be a problem but it's not yet but it's not yet i mean uh-huh. uh i forget I, I used to know the measurement but uh, it's been so long since i've been out <laughs> dealing were, with this it was a while before it, you were certified right, right? pre-broccoli um, <laughs> pre-broccoli um uh there's a, there's a certain height the trees need to be uh-huh. to maintain clearance, like for school buses and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, because I think you know, there's canop- this trees that canopy over the street, just uh, like between eighth and ninth, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just so pretty in the summer. It's a beautiful shade, and they're they seem to be well maintained. But I, I've often wondered, can they just keep growing and just stay? I mean, so they never become a problem. I mean, well, d- typically you would need to prune them. Yeah, because I mean the the they grow yeah. from their, you know, their tips, so they, the, it'll. As long as they're, the the clearance is there. As long fine. as the clearance is there, we don't yeah. have a problem with them. All right. Is there anything I didn't ask you that you'd like to talk about? 
I'm trying to. (laughs) 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 Is there just anything in general that you think people maybe have a misconception about trees or they just don't think about when when growing a tree or planting a tree? I I think the biggest thing is the size of the tree and how big the tree will get potentially. I mean, you can, these, there are resources, especially Mm -hmm. with, with all, with all our phones now, you can you can look it up pretty easily and, mm-hmm. and see what the potential size of the tree is. So you would talk, you would think about the size of the tree, what type of fruit it'll drop in your yard. Yes. Um, like I've got a um, pretty good pine tree. I'm pretty sure it's a white pine. Again, I know a little too much about. Uh, but I mean, there's a lot of uh, pine needles. Let's send Adam out, and he can tell yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Him and Terry would be there for a very long time. That's right. Um, but you know, but you know, you do get those droppings or right. the the bur oaks. It's like which may oh, be the great, great big, yeah, right, the really the great big, big acorns, um, sycamores with their yeah, their seed pods um, and sweet gums, like you mm-hmm. mentioned. Or um, southern magnolia like, is another one. Oh Sorry. yeah, because the, they you drop. Know, the, right, they drop yeah. the once the once the seed pods. Mm-hmm. So you, so you like can get a cone. lot of debris off of a tree, and if you don't want to clean that stuff up, then that's a tree you don't want. That is pretty much yeah. a tree you don't want, yes. Yeah. So in addition to your work with the uh, the parks and the water department, do you help any other departments out? But, d- yes. Uh, I go, I've gone out quite a few times with uh, development services for, like, future water projects to, to oh, okay. find out how the... Uh, so some undeveloped land or land that's being redeveloped? Or, or, right. Yeah. Like uh right the most recent one I believe was the the hospital project where they're gonna put the new lines in. Uh huh. On ninth? On from ninth ninth to uh seventh. Oh, okay, right behind the hospital. Right behind the yeah. hospital. Because they're doing some whole, they're doing some there. development there. Right. Yeah. And that's an older established part of town, so there's probably some really big trees. There are yes, that's a that's yeah. a that's a concern. I mean, I've gone out on several projects with uh so, so residents probably rely on the shade and stuff, and they're afraid the enti- it'll just be raised. Is right, that right. They yeah. do. I mean, I mean, well, I understand why they would be concerned. Because that's probably why they bought houses there is because it's older, established, right, and it's shaded, and it's just. And really even if you just bought the house and you have this big, beautiful tree in the front right. yard, you, you don't want to lose that. I mean, that could be. The that's part of what you, yeah, because it's part of the reason you bought that house is mm-hmm, because right. of the the tree. So, yeah. I mean, we we are really concerned about. Yeah. trees we, we do take those into consideration mm-hmm. quite a bit and uh so we'll come up with alternatives instead of just digging a straight digging line. an open ditch yeah through there we can we can sometimes bore so under the bore under the roots that yeah so you so you would work with other city staff to figure out so if someone's really concerned about something there can be solutions but it really takes a conversation to right. say that uh you know that we're concerned about this or it's better to have that conversation than come home one day and, you know, and you the right away right. was, uh, you know, a big ditch through it and your tree dies. Right. Yeah. Yes. And, I mean, no one I've talked to just wants to go through and willy-nilly cut trees down. No, because especially like an established area right. like that. Uh, yeah, that's uh, things you don't really think about with, you know, long-term projects is mm-hmm. how if you're needing to replace the water line or you're needing to uh, put in new electric, uh, of, you know, the – yeah, power uh, lines. Power lines, yeah. Uh, really hard word to remember there. Uh, but, you know, if you're going through those neighborhoods and stuff, city staff will listen and they'll work with you. And so attending those public hearings, whenever they're, you know, the public input session, when things are going in your neighborhood, that's when you need to come and, uh, you know, talk and say what the concerns are because we have people on staff like Adam who can 
um, help recommend and, and figure out alternatives. So that's yes. really awesome. Um, like I said, people just don't really think of that, and they're probably prone to be, oh, my God, they're going to take my tree down. So uh, did did we come up with a solution for that, or are we still working on it? Uh, I think we've got, we've got we, it pretty much figured out. Uh, and so we're so. going to be able to avoid taking those trees down? Yes. That's I mean, awesome. there, there might be a, one or two that, yeah. that have to come down or need to come down. Mm-hmm. But other than that, we, awesome. we try to save. We do really legitimately try to save as many trees as we right. possibly can. Save the trees, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. right. Awesome. So, um, yeah. No, I think it's just fantastic. I'm not sure how, how, how many cities have someone with your certification on staff. or I, I don't know either. Um, but it seems like. Yeah, it's, it's, it's larger cities that, mm-hmm. that would be able, because you've got more to, to con- be concerned about. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's really great to have this type of a resource on city staff. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we have the added bonus that he can be Santa Claus whenever we need one. That's right. Yeah. Like a dual degree uh, job security. How long right. is your title, Adam? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we got it. We might need another page there. there, I think, yeah. <laughs> to cover all my <laughs> awesome. duties. Well, if um, if we have some more questions, would you be willing to come back to our podcast? I sure would. We'll bring broccoli. All right. We'll do a little vegetable we'll try for some, you. We'll have some raw broccoli. <laughs> raw there. broccoli, yeah. just it's crunch, crunch through it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so we, I didn't ask. Do your children eat broccoli? Is that just okay yes. with them? Yes. That, that oh, the first the first time I I, I mm, and I did it, and he picked it up and he went. Mm. And he yeah, just that was good enough. That was yeah. good enough. That All was right. just that little bit of encouragement for there his ex- first experience well, you know with you're it. Santa Claus, you got a little magic. That's going right. There too. <laughs> That's right. Well, thank you so much for being our guest. I really want you to come back. All right. So thank we'll, you. Anytime. Next time we'll just do random questions with Adam. Next time it'll be Christmas time and we'll have the, the, the tree, the Christmas, oh, yeah. Christmas tree. <laughs> there we go. Do you have opinions on Christmas trees? <laughs> Fake? No. <laughs> no. I, I, do you like real trees? I do like real trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would be disappointed <laughs> if right. I went to your house and you had a fake tree. Yes. Yeah, there's. I mean, it's a branding issue. You know, you can't. <laughs> right. You, you can't have a fake tree at yeah. Adam's house. When I was a uh, lot younger, I was in the Boy Scouts, uh-huh. and we actually sold Christmas trees right. as a fundraiser for mm-hmm. uh, for our troop during at Christmas time, and we would actually every year we would sell probably one or two to people. Um, they would be a bald and burlap tree. Uh-huh. You know, that you know, just a tree with a root ball on right. it uh-huh. that they would just keep in like a, a tub of water. So it would, it's a, it's a, so a live tree. It's not it's not cut down. It's yeah. just it's ready and so they could plant. Them. And then after yeah. after they had their Christmas celebration, they could take it out in the yard and plant it. And just do you have, do that? No, I don't do that. Yeah. Okay. That would I'm be a fun. That would be a fun tradition, though. I, that would I be a good tradition. I am seeing a fake tree, and it's probably a white, silvery tree <laughs> that's in that with the little, you know, the, from the '70s where they were a little curled mm-hmm. uh, tinsels with on pink it. lights and everything. Yep, that's that's what I'm seeing at your house. I'm no, so dis- no, I am no. so disappointed, Adam. <laughs> uh, well, we're gonna let you get back to your real job. All right. All right. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Before we go, let's take a look at the mailbox, Megan. So the city receives um, questions. We receive them by email, social media, even phone calls. So our first question today was submitted by Alexandria through Facebook. She asked, I hate when I'm rushing on my morning commute only to find that there's a main road completely closed. I was very late to work. Talk about a Monday morning. 
So what is she, um, what's she needing, Megan? Well, the city actually lists our current scheduled road closures and then also our water service interruptions on our website. Um, this list is uploaded. It's actually like a map in a list. It's um, updated weekly. Um, we do that pretty much every like Thursday or Friday. It's, up, it's updated by then for the following week. Um, so that will help you plan and prepare for your commutes next week to see if there's going to be a road closure in your area. Um, and then we also post those uh, like reminders and kind of like a list of most of them, if not all of them, on our social media every Friday. So if you follow us on Facebook, um, Twitter, or Instagram, you'll see those. Um, so hopefully that will make your future Monday mornings a little easier, Alexandria. Yeah, so with the map, you there's a, it actually you gives you access and you can actually see where, if you may not know what all the intersections are, you can look at the map and see where the closings are. Yes. Yeah, awesome. Question number two is from Bruce on Facebook. His question is, do transformers serving Stillwater have um, outage maintenance? Who does the substation maintenance for Stillwater? Wow, that's a really detailed question. Yeah, it's a great question, though. Um, so our electric utility department, um, they maintain eight uh, substations with trained personnel from our generation and transmission div division. And so inspections are actually completed weekly on all the transformers and typically around one substation is taken offline each year and it's serviced and that includes um dissolved gas analysis on the oil in the main take in tap changers which sounds really complex but it sounds like they are routinely inspected yeah. and we do take really good good care of them and so um that's a, a great question and great way to remind you all how um our public power professionals are just taking care of us and keeping the yeah, lights on things that we don't always think mm -hmm. of like i i can't say that i've ever really i mean now that i work for the city i have seen the substations mm -hmm. uh but i guess i really hadn't paid attention to them before but there are I don't know what all they do, but I just know that people take care of the city's infrastructure. They make sure that we always have power and that people are thinking of the things that so we don't have to. Absolutely. Great question, Bruce. All right. Well, thank you for listening to FYI Stillwater. Tune in for our next podcast.